everybody. So thanks for tuning in today to the Docs Sportscast. Uh, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about what comes first, the QB or the team. Uh, kind of a play on the uh, what comes first, chicken or the egg. And, uh, you know, this segment really, I mean, was kind of brought forward for a few different reasons. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, all the things out there right now with Aaron Rodgers, uh, the Julio Jones situation, uh, everything going on with the NFL as far as, you know, guys wanting to be traded, guys not wanting to be traded, but now having to be moved, things like that for salary cap purposes and, and stuff. So um, wanted to talk about it. And, you know, I want to talk about it for a little while now, but uh, Aurora actually, uh, she, she has, she wants to start a petition to create an expansion team where she's the owner. Um, as we all can agree, I think Aurora would be a really great, um, team owner of a franchise. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Aurora is the two year old dachshund on the cover art of this podcast. Uh, she's a lot of the reason for the content on here. And, uh, she said that she would love to create an expansion team. Uh, she, is super fast like the flash and that's so she says that she's super fast like the flash um and she for that reason she would call the name since she's a dachshund uh the flashing wieners so her expansion team of the flashing wieners uh would then be brought into the nfl and uh with that she would have to figure out what she's gonna do uh to start her team and so Obviously, that's a big question, you know, it's a really big question out there, and it kind of, you know, spearheaded me to want to have discussion with her about, you know, what comes first for a team, and so uh, with that, we kind of started getting into it, and uh, we'll kind of recap some of the things that we talked about, so we're discussing not just for, like, your team, but what really comes first for a great franchise, right? Not just, like, hey, one year, you have a really great year, and that's it. No, we're talking about what the Steelers have been able to do with Big Ben, what the Packers have done with Aaron Rodgers, what uh, Colts did with Peyton Manning. Like, you know, it's a franchise. It's it's not just a team. It's a franchise, right? So uh, consistency over time, constantly making the playoffs, uh, always having a chance to possibly win a Super Bowl, um, you know, ha- just having that opportunity there. And a lot of, a lot of uh, Around the NFL is another podcast that I listen to, um, and recently they've mentioned a couple times, like, uh, someone made a comment of, you know, I don't know if playoffs, if, if winning a Super Bowl matters as much as having a really competitive team for, for, you know, consecutive years that you can kind of ride the wave with. And I understand where that person's coming with that. And this kind of sparks that, you know, it, is it, is it better? Would you rather your team make one move, win one Super Bowl one year, and then all of a sudden the team's garbage? Um, you know, essentially that Denver did that when they brought in Peyton Manning, you know, they, they won their Super Bowl, and then boom, team was garbage after that. Um, so we've seen that instance of that happening. And, you know, if you're a Denver Broncos fan, it, it might depend, you know, some Broncos fans, uh, I got a friend of mine, um, that I need to reach out to Chaz and, and see what he thinks, cause he's a big Denver fan, but I need to ask him, you know, would you trade that one Super Bowl? to have a consistent, solid team every year that always has a chance because they haven't had that recently. And it would be interesting to see kind of what he says. And and that would be interesting for all of you to kind of see what you have to say. Now, obviously, there's people that are going to be a little bit um, biased to this because think about it. you 
if you're a Patriots fan. You're going to be like, oh, why not have a super amazing team that wins a bunch of Super Bowls anyway? <laughs> like, they're, they're spoiled rotten, you know? So you can't really ask uh, a New England Patriots fan about that. Um, you know, you kind of got to ask some some lower-ranking teams, middle-level teams, things like that um, about it and kind of kind of see where people come in at on an opinion standpoint. Um, anyway, getting back to the discussion for today. You know, that was kind of where some of these things were sparked, but can you win without a top 10 quarterback? You know, can, can you win without having a top 10 quarterback as your philosophy for your franchise? Okay. We've seen very few instances where one, a team makes it, makes it to the Super Bowl without a top 10 quarterback, without a potential Hall of Fame quarterback. We've seen even less instances of a team winning the Super Bowl without a top 10 quarterback and a, a, a Hall of Fame potential quarterback. Seen much less. So Super Bowl history will show you that. That you need it. You need that quarterback to win. That's what the history will say, at least the most recent history. We're not going back to the days of you know, Rex Grossman with the Bears. all right? Because that is just a different NFL. Okay. Today's NFL is so much more about scoring and putting up numbers, things like that. It's a quarterback-friendly league. And so because of that, it definitely plays a more major role than it used to. And I think everybody can agree to that. But it still doesn't mean that a quarterback is the end-all, be-all to actually be successful. So if you look at it, only two of nine in the last, you know, in the last nine years won a Super Bowl with players that aren't going, like, they're, they're not everyone unanimously saying they're a Hall of Famer. And that's Joe Flacco uh, with the Ravens and Nick Foles with Philadelphia Eagles. Those are the only two. But both of them had great defenses that those years um, that they won the Super Bowl to back them. So then it also makes you think, you know, is it just the quarterback situation or is there something else there? So since the 2000s, okay, since, since 2000, the longest streak of the playoffs, of going to the playoffs, is Kansas City... Um, six years before, and that's before Mahomes, okay? That, that's not the longest streak. That's one of them. That was before Mahomes even came on board. That streak started with Alex Smith, which would argue, okay, it's it's probably a good team that, that matters because that streak started before Mahomes. But then you look at Green Bay, eight-year streak with Aaron Rodgers. Indianapolis Colts had nine with Peyton Manning. And then you had 11 straight years with the Patriots and Tom Brady. So it, it it's there's some outliers, but for the most part, the consistency keeps saying, you need a Hall of Fame quarterback, you need a Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback. The top four teams this year, think about it. Think about the conference finals. You had Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and Buffalo. Josh Allen, who was who played like a top three quarterback last year. Tom Brady is going to be a Hall of Famer. Patrick Mahomes is going to be a Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Hall of Famer. Well, Patrick Mahomes, if he continues on the way he's going, he'll be a Hall of Famer. He's very young in his career, so I just don't want to jump to the gun on that. But, you know, the QB has come first 
multiple times for teams and it not work in today's NFL. Look at the look at Atlanta Falcons. They got Matt Ryan. They got Matty Ice. I love Matt Ryan. He's an amazing quarterback. He really is. If if I was starting a franchise today and I got Matt Ryan as my quarterback, you know, him coming out of Boston College to be my quarterback for my franchise, I'm not upset at all. I'm feeling like I'm in pretty dang good shape because that's a really great quarterback you can definitely win with there. And you look at the year that they really made a run. They got they got to the Super Bowl. Their defense was still not that great, guys. So I'd like to see what would happen if he had a good defense behind him. But then you look at the Chargers with Phillip Rivers. Okay. Their defense got better toward the later part of his career. And they didn't really make, you know, runs. They didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Didn't win one, that's for sure. So then it would make you argue, okay, maybe maybe the quarterback isn't the situation. Look at the other examples. The Lions with Matthew Stafford. The Panthers. Cam Newton. And yeah, they had a run. They, they made a run that same year to the Super Bowl, but they lost. And one would argue that Cam Newton was the reason for losing that, which I would I would get behind that argument. Again, look at the last four teams in the playoffs this year. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and Buffalo all had solid premium quarterback play. So it's definitely a factor. But let's not jump to assume that it's only factor. Okay? Let's look at a couple situations where the quarterback has made all the difference. Literally, one-year turnaround. Only because the only big thing that actually changed was the quarterback. There's only one situation where you can really argue that, that nothing else changed. And that's when Peyton Manning left Indianapolis and went to Denver. Okay? I see that. I think that's a very valid situation there. That, hey, the quarterback changed that entire thing he got them to a Super Bowl just because they they added that quarterback that's that's what made the difference but here's the thing that was a great defense before he got there it was a pretty good offense but it was a great defense before he got there Von Miller was wreaking havoc you know you had some great cornerback play some great secondary play so that was a really good defense and they, they were solid before he got there from a defensive standpoint so that leaves questions. Then you look at Tampa Bay. Now, I don't think it's the same situation with Tom Brady going there because they bought they brought in some good defensive players. They brought in a lot of talent around him. You know, Leonard Fournette. I mean, you guys hear about him before that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Antonio Brown. A lot of people heard about him before. Oh, and his best friend, Gronkowski, right? So, that tells me that, you know, it's not just the QB that can make that change. Because if you look at it, that defense was the reason they won the, the, the title. It wasn't Tom. It was the defense. But and that's nothing taking nothing away from Tom. That's, that's just talking about how good the defense was playing, right? Right? 
So, the question you have to ask is can a defense make a quarterback great? Okay? That's the question you have to ask now, looking at some of these examples. And there are definitely reasons to believe that. Because if you look at Rex Grossman with the Bears, he had no business being a starting quarterback in the Super Bowl. He had no business doing that. But that was a dang good defense, guys. Khalil Mack in Oakland. Derek Carr was looking really, really good, guys. Like, he was... He was on point. Ever since Khalil Mack left Oakland, Derek Carr doesn't look so good anymore. That's something that we have to think about, right? Really got to think about that. The defense falling down has hurt the quarterback play. Hmm. Maybe there's something to it. Look at the Rams with Jared Goff. It's going to be very interesting to see how Goff does playing for Detroit this year. Because he's coming from a spoiled situation with him playing for the Rams and that great defense there. So it will be very interesting to see how that works. And it could add some fuel to the argument one way or another. Ultimately, you look at the data, you look at the history... You can, you can win by going all in on a quarterback. If you want to do what Kansas City do, did and pay out the wazoo for Patrick Mahomes, and later on in, in his career, he ain't going to have no help because they spent all their money on that boy. Okay? So they're not going to have any help. So when you see Patrick Mahomes... Later on, he doesn't have help. He doesn't have most talent around him. Let's see what happens then. Okay? But you can do what they did. You can go all in, and you can win that way. But my question is, what, you're, what are you sacrificing? What are you sacrificing with that? Are you sacrificing consistency over a long period of time? Because they possibly will be. You know? When Peyton Manning was in Indianapolis... You never heard about big contract issues. You never heard about him wanting to get more money because he understood, I need a good team around me. Tom Brady did the same thing in New England. There was never a big fuss until for his legacy, he wanted to, he wanted to go somewhere else. He wanted to try out for the agency and go somewhere else and see what he could do. Completely understand that. So, again, you can win by going all in on a QB. However... If you do not build a team under him, you won't have consistency. And consistency wins championships, okay? Consistency wins Super Bowls. Consistency gets you to the playoffs. It's consistency, guys. Everybody says defense wins championships, okay? Here's the, here's the thing. The reason why defenses do that is because a, a great defense makes you consistent, okay? A great defense makes you consistent. A great offense doesn't really make you consistent because a good defense can stunt that offense but if you play consistently good defense you're going to be in games consistently and that's why people say defense wins championships i say consistency wins championships so just having a great qb 
will rarely get you a title. If, if that's all you got is a great QB and nothing else, it will rarely get you a title. Okay? Because there's great QBs out there right now. There are great quarterbacks out there right now on teams that don't have talent around them. Okay? Look at Deshaun Watson over the last few years. Okay? I know he's going through all that situation with him personally off the field, but I'm talking about on the field. On the field, he's an amazing quarterback. And he's had no help. Where has that left him? Nowhere. Right? And that's what will happen. You can have a great quarterback all day, but if you don't have a team built for him, it's not going to go anywhere. So, you know, like I said, you can rarely win a title with just a QB. You need to have a team built and ready for them. Right? But, let me ask you this. This is the big question for me out of this whole thing. The big question you have to ask yourself is, are the numbers skewed because of the team philosophy right now? Because every team is looking for that next Patrick Mahomes. Every team is looking for that next quarterback to just change their franchise like Andrew Luck did, like Aaron Rodgers did. Everybody's just looking for that new young blood to come in there and just turn it all around in one year. And the term rebuild, look, Guys, when a franchise used to rebuild back in the day, back in the glory days of the NFL, that was like, as a fan, you knew, all right, I got I got three to four solid years here of just going through heck because this team's going to be garbage because we're rebuilding. That's what a rebuild was, right? Nowadays in the NFL, when a team, when an organization, when an ownership group says, you know what, we're in a rebuild mode. You know what that means? We got one season we're going to play bad football and then we're going to go out in the draft and we're going to we're going to blow our team out of the water and we're going to we're going to be amazing again. We got one season of a rebuild and that's all they give themselves. You know what guys? It just it doesn't take that long. It it, it doesn't it can't you can't do that, okay? You everything has to be lucky and the stars have to align the way it does for these teams when that happens and you can't rely on that. Rome wasn't built in a day. Okay? Rome was not built in a day. You got to understand, it takes some time, okay? Especially for a defense to build a solid, consistent defense. They need to play together over time. You can't just let guys go. You can't just move people around. You can't just let these guys on defense go. You need to build a solid defense, right? So that's a huge problem that I'm seeing, and that's what you have to think about. Again, to the question is, are the numbers skewed because of this philosophy, because teams aren't willing to build a good defense. What will happen when you have a team that is willing to build a strong defense and then they decide after building a strong defense to go out there and get a good, solid quarterback cheap in his later years? Who does that sound like right now? Los Angeles Rams. That sounds just like the Los Angeles Rams right now, guys. That sounds like what Denver's trying to do by going and getting Aaron Rodgers. Okay? That sounds like what Tampa Bay did when they had a really strong defense last year. That's what you need to look to do. Because if you have a strong, solid defense, it will elevate your quarterback. It will make them better. It will make them play better. It will make them play more consistent. 
and that's what's going to give you a better chance to win. That's what I think that we are seeing here, okay? Teams today want to win now, and when they rebuild, they only give themselves one year to rebuild. Sorry, guys, that's not, that's not a rebuild. And when you say, I'm going to rebuild, like the Jacksonville Jaguars basically were saying they were doing when they moved on from Fournette, when they moved on from Bortles, when they moved on from their defense and everything, what, what did they go and do? What did they go and do, guys? They went out and they got Gardner Minshew. Then they went out and they got Trevor Lawrence this year. And it's like, guys, that, that team is still garbage. That team is still garbage. Their defense is atrocious because they lost everybody. Like, what do you think one great quarterback is going to change when the team is still garbage? Like, it's not going to change the world, Okay. Joe Burrow come in there for Cincinnati, and he played really good. You know what? That team still wasn't going to make the playoffs, even if he played all season. They were not on pace to make the playoffs. Like, you can't expect that. You need the team built around them. You want to you know why Justin Herbert played so well last year? Why he outperformed Joe Burrow? And granted, I think that he's a better overall quarterback. But regardless, it's, you know, you're going to have better production based on the opportunity you're given. And he was given a better opportunity because when he went out there, he had a solid defense behind him. He had strong veteran wide receivers behind him to catch balls. And, yeah, I mean, that's it. That's, that's what you need. You need a veteran, you need strong veteran wide receivers, you need a strong defense, and your rookie quarterback can come in and play great just like Herbert did. Now, granted, he still has to go out there and play. He still has to go out there and do the right things. And I give him so much credit for it. And I think he's going to really light the world on fire this year. So I'm looking forward to watching that. But you can't just expect, if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, to have <laughs> to have Trevor Lawrence come in and just be a top five quarterback. Or go out there slinging it. Go out there and be top five in the league in touchdowns. Like, guys, it doesn't happen like that. That is, that is not how this works. And these teams have to understand that. You know, especially these smaller market teams. They want to look at the big market teams, and they look at the cases where they've gotten lucky or whatever. Dak Prescott. You want to know why Dak Prescott for Dallas Cowboys did so well? Because Tony Romo had an amazing defense built around him. He had an amazing line, an amazing running game built around him with amazing wide receiver play. And you know what? Tony Romo was garbage. So what happened? They finally moved on from Tony Romo. They put Dad Prescott in there. And you know what? He lit the world on fire. Why did he do that? Because the team was great. The team was amazing. Okay? Seriously. Like, I'm not going to be that person that says, put me out there and I'll throw a bunch of touchdowns. But put somebody out there with a decent arm and, and they could throw some touchdowns out there in, in that team that he was you know, plugged into. I mean, it just makes common sense, guys. Come on. You got an amazing team around you. You're going to end up playing better. So those are the instances that really makes me believe that these teams have it all wrong when they go into the draft and they say, you know what, we're rebuilding, we're starting to rebuild, and we're going to start with our quarterback. You can't start with a quarterback in your rebuild. Look what the New York Jets tried to do with Sam Darnold. And they ruined that kid. They ruined that kid. And I'm so excited for him right now because he gets to go to a young, hungry defense in Carolina with good running game and some some solid wide receiver play. So I think that he's going to be so much better. I think he's going to play amazing football this year. 
Now, I'm not saying he's going to win MVP, nothing like that, but I think he's going to play really good because the problem was they wanted to start their franchise building around a quarterback. You cannot start that way. It doesn't work that way. You got to build everything else up and have it ready for a quarterback to come in. You know, it's like it's like you're trying to it's like you're trying to sell a house without the drywall. And you go up and all you see is the wood done. It's like you got to get it ready for people to go live in it. Okay. You got to get this franchise ready for a quarterback to come in and take hold of it. So I, I wish these teams would really get it under control because that that's my philosophy with this. Okay. Teams, you know, teams aren't investing in the defense because they want to win now all the time. But that doesn't allow them to be ready for a quarterback when a quarterback does come their way in a draft or in a trade or whatever. This keeps teams from being able to make runs like the Eagles and the Ravens did. Because those those teams, those defenses aren't built around them. Green Bay is wrong. Is Green Bay wrong for drafting defenses every year? You know, because they pissed off Aaron Rodgers about that. Or are they really smart about it? Because he's had a solid, consistent team pretty much every year. I mean, they've never been just garbage, right? So, have they been really smart in doing that? I would say it's probably pretty smart, especially with the way they've played recently. You know, going as far as they did, being favored like they were. So, here's the other thing to think about. I don't think it's coincidence that the Colts were ready for Andrew Luck. Like I said, you have to... When you bring in an amazing quarterback, you have to have a team that's ready for the quarterback. I don't think it's coincidence that when the Colts brought Andrew Luck in after Peyton Manning, that Andrew Luck played amazing. Because the team was already built. It was already there for for Peyton Manning. It just needed another quarterback at the helm when Peyton left. And that gave Andrew Luck all the opportunity. Because there was a consistent team there. Right? Then you take a look at the other situations for this. The Packers for Aaron Rodgers. As a team built from Brett Favre. And then Aaron Rodgers steps in he starts playing great. Alex Smith. The team was already built there from Alex Smith. And then you bring in Patrick Mahomes. Is already ready for him. And the other thing to really think about here. Why is it that Jimmy Garoppolo, who I think is not qualified to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, as much as you know, Stefania Bell would probably want to argue with me on that, even though she's totally wanting them to basically move away from him because she wanted them to draft a quarterback, um, she will say all day that Jimmy Garoppolo should be a starting quarterback. She'll be mad at me for saying this, but he's not. He is not a starting quarterback. He should not be a starting quarterback. He should not be in the position that he's in. He's so lucky to be in the position that he's in or was in. And here's exactly why. That team was built and ready for a quarterback. And what happened in New England twice? That team was built for years as a great franchise with a great defense, solid running game, solid offensive line. They were built to be a consistent defense based on defense and line play. And that's why Tom Brady has had so much success there. And then guess what? When he gets hurt, who comes in and has amazing 
gameplay. Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett. Well, what happened when Jimmy Garoppolo left? He hasn't played the same. What happened when Jacoby Brissett left? He hasn't played the same. Because those teams were not built up to the level of the Patriots. The Niners, Garoppolo did play well, and they went, they made it to the, the Super Bowl, uh, and, and, and he lost there. But here's the thing. That team was built and ready for a quarterback. It was it was the New England Patriots of that that division, and they were built and ready. They had a great defense, great line play, great running backs, and they were ready to go in. And just all they needed was a decent quarterback. And Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't good enough to get them over the hump and win the Super Bowl. But you know, Jacoby Brissett went to a team in Indianapolis that wasn't built and ready for a quarterback. They didn't have an amazing defense, uh, defensive success. They didn't have like amazing running play, running back play. Okay. Well, now, you know, take a look at those those four examples. Okay, those four examples. The moral of the story with those is make your team ready to have a great quarterback. Don't look for a quarterback to fix your team. Okay, have a great team. That can fix a quarterback. Because a great quarterback, you got to have a team ready for him. Or you're just going to waste his years and waste his talent. Okay? And I'll tell you one to really look for this year. Okay? Two. Two to really look for this year. One of them we mentioned already, and that's Matthew Stafford going to the Los Angeles Rams. That team is built and ready. It is ready to win. Okay? They've been ready to win. Solid line, solid line play, great defense, good running game. They look really, really comparable to some of these other teams that we've talked about when guys step in and they make a big jump. So I'm really excited for that one. And the other one, Carson Wentz going to Indianapolis. They have a solid defense. They have a great running game that just spurred up last year and lit the world on fire in Jonathan Taylor. So look for Carson Wentz to bounce back. I think he's going to have an amazing year too. So anyway, we'll re we'll cap this back off and let you guys get back to your day. Uh, but our philosophy based on what we see is yes, you have to have a great quarterback to win Super Bowls, but your team has to be built to be ready for that quarterback in order to get there. All right. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, if Aurora does start the petition to start her team of the Flashing Wieners, uh, we will let you guys know, and you guys can sign off the petition and help raise funds and see if we can get that team off the ground. Still don't know where we're going to have it um, play from, but we'll we'll start looking for stadiums any day now. All right? So thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we'll talk to you again next time. Have a good one.